the end of the Tokyo Ghoul. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know, like the whole time while we were watching this, I kept thinking of the Rob Zombie song, American Witch. Oh, <laughs> is that your Rob Zombie impression? Yeah. I like it. Yeah, there was, there was some actual, like, uh, sore throaty. I don't know, I'm a little congested today, so if my voice sounds not active, I apologize. No, it's okay. But I'm present. I'm ready to talk about the Tokyo Ghoul. Yeah, welcome, welcome and back. And Zombie. Welcome back to why do people like anime. the American Ghoul. The American Ghoul. Tokyo Ghoul. Tokyo this, Ghoul. This week we watched Tokyo Ghoul. From Japan. <laughs> <laughs> And the relation to Rob Zombie. It's it's we're starting off with this for October. We're gonna watch all spooky horror animes this month. Creepy stuff. In, in my honor opinion. of our national <laughs> national <laughs> month of mourning for gonna, all the dead pumpkins. Oh, I was gonna say in honor of our Lord war. Lord Satan or something. <laughs> oh yeah, please don't make your mom sad again. Yeah, two weeks in a row. So we we got corrections this week from my mom. Who obviously listens to the podcast because she was concerned with uh, last week's episode and our conception of he- heaven and hell. And my mom would like everyone to know that uh, hell is just a, a life without God, okay? Without God's love? Without God's love. Yeah. And- uh, That I'm, I shouldn't say hail Satan. Yeah, and John, and, and so John I, does I not actually hail Satan. I do not hail Satan in any sense. Sorry, mom. <laughs> But thanks for listening, and thanks for leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. Thank you for leaving us that five-star <laughs> review, and you can too. And, and you can too. Head to iTunes, if type you, in- If you love my mom- <laughs> Type in, why which, do people like anime in that search bar? Who doesn't? <laughs> uh, look for Rita's review. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she's left us a review. Well, I don't, I don't know if she knows spirit. how. Um, um, <laughs> and you can also follow us on Instagram at why do people like anime- and send, and us, send an email us an email if you want. Before I delete the email account. Yeah, this is your last chance. <laughs> <laughs> this is your last chance because this is pointless and no one, yeah. no one wants to talk to us. They I mean, just want to Insta- hear from us. Yeah, the Instagram has just replaced the email in my mind. Yeah. Uh, how, they, many, how many followers are we at now? Like 28. <laughs> nice. And we've gotten some other anime podcasts that have reached out to us, which is interesting and it's strange for me. Sorry, as a, we don't do plugs unless, you're, unless there's some... Uh, <laughs> is, the, is the mic picking up this? No. This, uh, I'm doing the... the John's, John's making the give me money sign. <laughs> you know what it is. You know exactly what it... I mean, I don't know. You got any other exciting updates on uh, on, on your life or the stream or... Well, we're going to start streaming video games to some extent. Uh, I'm going to make Julie play a bunch of like shooter games <laughs> for the first time. Yeah. We John's should... been making me play zombies on Call of Duty. Yeah, last... Yeah. Call of Duty, more like it... <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot of fun. But yeah, Julie's yeah, no, gonna... I, I'm enjoying it, and John wants to show me some other other games. Yeah, and uh, uh, some people have reached out to me saying which games they want to watch us play. What do they want to see us play? Uh, Undertale is one. Oh yeah, and uh, I think that I can't might. The other one. I think I think Undertale might be a conflict of interest. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. All right. Well, stream forthcoming, and. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this. there's a lot to get through in this show. So what did you think of Tokyo Ghoul? Tokyo Ghoul was probably the best action. It was like kind of like the model action anime in my head. You liked it. I really liked it. I kind of liked it. You kind you were like a like what like a seven out of ten. I'm like a seven out of ten. Six point five maybe. Maybe a six point five. Mm. I've I've got just some points that I'd like to to make. Okay. But what's the anime about? Should I? I'll I'll tell you. I'll tell is... you what the anime is about. <laughs> 
The anime is about a guy named Ken Kaneki who's crushing hard on this uh, on this girl who really likes books and goes to his coffee shop. Crushing hard on her, right? Asks her out. A- builds up the courage to ask her ask her out because he's he, a very meek. He's person. a shy boy. He's a shy boy. Asks her out. She goes for it. They go. They have like dinner, right? Yeah, he's like uh, best friend character that is irrelevant. Yeah, <laughs> I've got um, a date with that girl. Yeah, doesn't go well. This does not go. I mean, it goes well. The date goes well. <laughs> the date goes well, and then uh, she asks him to walk him or walk her home because you know there's a bunch of attacks recently related to quote unquote ghouls in the world, which we don't know what those are. And then uh, an evil force. <laughs> then she turns in like a weird super beast. In the middle, to reference Rob Zombie again, she turns into a uh, <laughs> creature from hell. Yeah. And uh, tries to eat him. Tries to eat him, takes a big old bite out of him and turns. She, d- she does a, the classic heel turn. Classic heel turn. She was like, oh, I like books too. And I also like eating you. Yeah. And then turns into this crazy, their eyes turn red and black. and All women are spiders, am I right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, Rize is certainly that's her name, right? Yeah, Rize suck. Yeah, she uh she turns Ken into a ghoul. Well, this is this is the the first point of contention that I have with the show. Oh. So For the record, a ghoul is they're sort of like they're somewhere in between like a zombie and a vampire. Yeah. So like they have to feed on human flesh or otherwise they're weak. They can't eat regular food. Yeah. So this encounter with Rize turns Ken Kaneki into a ghoul. A and ghoul. and he goes through a very traumatic experience trying to eat human food and realizing it all tastes disgusting and and coming to terms with the fact that he's he now thirsts for human flesh. Yeah. This is all in the first episode. But here's the problem. <laughs> here's the problem. So Rize is trying to kill him and is successfully killing him, chasing him through, you know, this construction zone. Yep. And something mysterious crushes her and kills her. And there's like this what's happening scene where Kaneki's getting rushed to the hospital. And the reason he turns into a ghoul isn't because he like got a couple bites out of him. It's that they took Rize's organs and like transplanted them into Kaneki. Yeah. And so by whatever process that happened there turns him into a half ghoul. But it's just like, what what hack doctor would just like, here's like, that doctor would be fired 100%. You know what? I'm this gonna, is like, this is like plot convenience, basically. You know, I'm going to make a, a crazy prediction here. You think it's... I think I think the doctor's in on it. He's in on extent, it. Yeah, because the other thing is like, how would he know, how would he not know that that uh, Rize yeah. wasn't a ghoul? Because we see like any... So the things that make me perk up in anime are anytime we see a character and they have like a, a, a distinct design mm-hmm. and the doctor had a distinct design, right? Mm-hmm. Like it was like an actual character. It wasn't just like, you know, it, it, it could have just been like a doctor 50 feet away. You just see his glasses and him standing in the hallway or something. But right. like you get like a close up of the doctor when he's like kind of like looking over everything. So I, I, I. It's a quick scene, though. Like it's a quick, uh, yeah, like for, no explanation. For Johnny Eagle Eye, yeah, <laughs> I I saw that. You, you know, I, I just I think that there's going to be something. I think something's going to be up. Yeah, I, my note says the doctor is sus. Like <laughs> doctor is definitely sus because he also wakes up and he's like, "Oh, Kanika, you haven't eaten your food." Standing right over him. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's just like it's like a little weird. Yeah. And it's like this guy's like picked out. Seeming, it's like it's all seems like it's coincidence. Yeah. But like, is it? 
So that's that's the first thing that happens is Kaneki turns into a ghoul, a half ghoul. Half ghoul. Then what? Then he's sort of <laughs> wandering around the world and eventually runs into other ghouls at his favorite coffee shop. And there's yeah. some like there's some other shit in between, but I mean like the He starts I mean, encountering other other ghouls. He starts encountering other ghouls and sort of becomes aware of it. There's like a there's a pretty nice line about like him just not realizing this world before and now, you know, he's mm-hmm. sort of aware of it. It's a it's a good it's like it's like classic uh, vampire stuff or whatever. Yeah, um, <laughs> I feel like this show was like we want to make a vampire show, but nah, people really aren't into vampires anymore. Let's make it cannibals, but they'll be vampires. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's uh, it's vampires, but they have cool abilities and they can walk around in the daytime. Yeah, so the big distinction is they've got this uh, what's it called? The thing that bursts out of their back. Ooh, I forget. It's basically like tentacles that like blast out of their back, yeah, they get, which they, make them different. Okay, they get a specific power. Um, I think everyone's is a little different. I f- yeah, I forget. I forget what it's called. <laughs> I think, I, all I can think of is onigiri. That's not it. <laughs> that's not. That's a snack. That's a snack. I'm um, just hungry. It's it's like their version of going Super Saiyan or something. Like they can charge up after eating people and then yeah, go like all this like hell razor mode. So Kaneki Kaneki encounters some ghouls and kind of gets attacked a little bit and he he has no idea what's going on yeah and he's he's basically like very freaked out too he has this is like a no agency type of character he was a coward to begin with he was he was scared to begin with and now he's double scared he couldn't even (laughs) ask a girl out how's he supposed to how's he supposed to feed himself basically yeah because he he struggles constantly with like the i'm gonna have to kill somebody to to eat like i'm just he thinks he's just gonna die so the girl from the coffee shop, not Rize, the server, shows the up. The waitress, who I also was like, I bet this 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 girl's gonna be important. <laughs> yeah. Distinct character design. Yeah, and she is. She comes and saves him in the alley and takes him to the, sh- the coffee shop, which is actually kind of like a front for. It's like a little ghoul safe house. Yeah. And they meet the old guy who's kind of running everything, it's calling like the, the shots for the the territory that they have. Yeah. Um, the Walter White of he, he's more like uh oh um oh I can't remember I'll think of it I'll think of it later but he he's just sort of like the nobody messes with him because he's like the old guy he just like takes care of things yeah not too much Walter White because he's not sinister in any way yeah it's just like whoever comes in you abide by my rules in in the coffee you know, house I don't I don't think of sinister when I think of Walter White I think of someone who's just looking out for their family okay <laughs> <laughs> I just think of. I just think of a father yeah. figure who has the respect of the underworld. What's that movie? Uh, oh, I'm thinking of John Wick. It's like oh yeah. It's like when you go in the hotel, like you you can't like kill other assassins. This show reminded me a lot of John Wick. Yeah. It was uh, if there were two things that reminded me of it was either, it was John Wick and then maybe like the Batman Scott Snyder run that began before the new 52 and then went into it with like, you know, sort of stories about like the bat family and, and then like all the connecting characters. Hmm. I, I think so. Like, I think generally I don't like stuff where there's a lot of characters. Yeah. I think it's usually like, kind of like a, I get kind of stopped in my tracks with it unless the characters are like sort of either kind of well-defined or they give you just enough that it makes them interesting without, you know, sort of holding on or like you have to, you can, you can deduce everything you need to know about the character and they're, and they're actually interesting or original. And I think that like, there's a lot of characters in this show, but I think yeah. that at least in my mind, they section them off enough. So like, you're not getting inundated too often. Yeah. I would say 
there's maybe two episodes where there's like a lot of characters get introduced like all at the same time after watching the whole thing it is like a little bit like who's the enemy like who's the real enemy in the show and that's that's jumping ahead a little bit before we get there there's a the CCG. The anti-ghoul. Uh... I'm, not, I'm not jumping too far ahead here, no, right? No, no. So there's the CCG, which is basically like the, the ghoul police. Yeah, the humans trying to fight the ghouls. Yeah. And those characters get introduced kind of all at the same time. Yeah. And there's the purple-haired dude who is like a, a connoisseur. And keeps trying to like he's like the first boss, right? He's, he's like the go- like they call him like the gourmet. He's like a he sort of runs like an underground. It, it seems like, like they, dinner they, party. <laughs> well, yeah, it seems like they kidnap humans and then he sort of serves them up. Yeah, right. He'll so like serve up like just somebody's kidney or like just you know. Yeah, and it's it's set up like an underground like masked auction, and <laughs> I guess he he kidnaps Kaneki because he's a half ghoul and uh, would taste better. Yeah, so there's all these little things that keep getting revealed about half ghouls. Is like first of all, he's half human, so he kind of tastes good to ghouls, and yeah. ghouls can also eat other ghouls, I guess. But it doesn't taste very good. But apparently. it's not as good. Yeah. And also, it's sort of revealed that half ghouls are a little bit better at uh, regenerating. So yeah. <laughs> this is another qualm I have with the show is is like at what point do ghouls die? Because there's several fights in the show that uh, happen, and you're like, oh, he's he's dead. But then he cut, he's back like the next yeah. the next day, and it's like, oh, he just needed to regenerate, I guess. And then the last thing is that half ghouls are po- more powerful. Yep. Like a little, they're speedier and regenerate faster and yeah, more powerful. But of course, Kaneki is just this helpless boy who doesn't want to hurt anybody. I mean, the whole season is sort of about him gaining confidence in his new place in life. Yeah. And I think in the span of 12 episodes, it's kind of like the perfect amount of time for that. Yeah. Lisa, I don't know how you felt about it. I feel like it. it's like I know what it was trying to do, but I do feel like it kind of ca- like contradicted itself sometimes. I don't want to jump too far ahead. But, uh, you know, obviously Kaneki like figures it out in like a horrible way. Yeah. And sort of, yeah, gains his power. I think it's more just like realizing his power, but also realizing that he's going to have to make decisions with great power comes respons- great responsibility, you know, that kind of vibe. But there were like other things there- during the show that were like, Oh, there's monsters on both sides and like anyone can be good. A ghoul can be good and a human can be evil. Like there's this one episode where it's just like a human will say something and then it'll like cut to like some other scene and it'll be like a ghoul saying the exact same thing. Yeah, we yeah, we noticed that a couple times, which is kind of annoying. There was just it was one episode with like the crazy old guy and his uh sidekick of apprentice. Right. Against what's the purple girl's hair name? Toka. Toka and uh I forget who else is there. There's a lot of fucking characters in this show. Yeah. But it's like they're in this battle with each other and it keeps jumping back and forth and they just keep saying the same things to each other about like them losing people that they loved and like why why do i deserve to die like why did you kill a good man so you, you didn't like it because of the dialogue well the the dialogue is a little the writing is a little weird sometimes i guess so yeah. i feel like that's an anime thing where it's like right 
it's like here's the point <laughs> yeah i guess i'm sort of numb to it at this point because of all the anime we've seen and that being sort of like a, a major uh convention of it no but i, I mean i agree it's it, like it's just the like show don't tell yeah i mean of... it falls it falls to the uh <laughs> John just rolled his eyes so hard <laughs> <laughs> listen i learned one thing in english class and it was show don't tell well yeah i mean it's uh <laughs> Anime is pretty terrible at that, you know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even the even the best anime we've seen, I think, is really bad at it. I, I think even Galleon gets to the closest to doing it well, but even that, you know, you're sort of given a lot of exposition, and, you know, sort of jokingly at some points. But you know what else about this show and this the characters? Everyone has like a super sad backstory. Yeah, and everyone kind of did get a like all the main characters kind of got a little backstory to them, right? Or like a little flashback. Like, um, who's the <laughs> Who's the 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 blonde kid who like beats the crap out of Kaneki and tells him to eat his best friend? Oh, uh, Nishio is that his name? N- Nishio. Ah, yeah. It doesn't fucking matter. There's some there's some blonde guy who like initially like he gets a whole backstory with yeah. like his his parents dying and and like how tragic it is to be a ghoul and then he meets some girl who's like a human who like lets lets him take a bite out of her to like heal. Yeah. And she I gets just, captured. It's just like there's like lots of layers to to all the characters. I feel like the 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 character backstories at least it it was I mean that's sort of like a, a a pretty I guess basic anime convention where it's like everyone has sort of a tragic backstory. I just think that the character backstories at least they took some interesting turns or or at mm-hmm. least made them a little poignant so that way it didn't feel like it was just sort of like every character was like a wash and like a sea of misery like yeah you know toka toka has like a, a kind of a tragic story or whatever with her brother but then they do like kind of a major twist mm-hmm. which you f- find out later on which is like oh like they didn't go that route that yeah you know you would expect it to and even like nishio's like backstory I, I feel like they made it a little like yeah you know, they made it poignant and i feel like the uh the writing of that particular scene was was at least uh mm-hmm. i don't know I, I think it was pretty good and, and at least it, it for for me at least it raised like the stakes when they were sort of fighting the the gourmand guy mm-hmm. you know not to not to make a pun or whatever but yeah i guess it's like a problem with like a lot of anime where it's you know it's it's hard for it to f- sort of make you care about the characters without introducing like tragedy in the backstory because it's like you know how do you yeah how do you make like a character compelling or interesting in like the quickest way possible you know because you're working with you're working with episodes that are always 22 minutes so it's like you know you you only have a limited amount of time to spend with these characters so it's like it's right the backstory you know making shitty childhood or, or whatever seems like the easiest yeah and i also like i was thinking about this like a couple episodes ago but i feel like we should do like a running counter of like putting the parents of the main character into like the good or bad category because i I think that (laughs) or non-existent category yeah or like non-existent just because i feel like anime parents are just always either not in the picture or like bad or it's their fault for everything that's happening like we i don't think I, i can't i can't think of too many that we've seen that have like good parents yeah, I mean, literally maybe one. Kiki's delivery service. Oh, okay, two. I was thinking Mariah too. Yeah, that one. Um, yeah, so like the one, the ones made by like uh, none of like the, the ones that are like directed at kids. <laughs> yeah, the the ones with uh, sort of known directors or whatever that are sort of aimed at feet like yeah, you know, movies with a capital M as opposed like the uh, the rank and file fucking Sword Art Online writer. 
<laughs> you're not getting good parents from that guy. Mm, I don't know why. But non-existent. Yeah, you're not getting existent parents. They're but, either um, just like already dead, like before the story even starts, or they're just like, they're the reason that everything is bad or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I will say that one thing about this show introducing a lot of characters is that it's not shy about killing off characters. To, yeah. To like, because like fully didn't expect there to be characters that I thought were going to be main characters to die very early <laughs> in season one, you know? Yeah, no, uh, they they, uh, they go for it. Yeah. So there is like stakes that way. I think that's maybe the best way to, to, to build out a character is to say like, oh, it's his partner, but then you can have a little backstory of them like learning the ropes together. Right. Like I, I'm, I'm just going to get into it. We're getting into spoilers at this point. So the, the crazy madman who's like off his rocker, you know, Doc from Back to the Future style guy dies in a battle. Well, like, who, who is this guy? He's uh, the CCG guy that's hunting the ghouls in their district. Right. They're trying to find. So there's like there's like a lot of stuff that I, I don't even know if I can explain, but they're trying to find a certain ghoul that's like planning some big ghoul revolution war. Yeah. They're trying to. To, and they found there's like a mom, a dad, and a daughter that uh, the, the mom and the daughter are staying at the coffee shop for like ha- safe haven. And uh, this crazy dude kills the crazy madman, CCG senior officer. <laughs> uh, he, 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 him and his, uh, his underling. Motto. Motto and... Uh, Creo. Creo. So and these, these, these two. Amon is the other guy. What's the, who's the other guy? His sidekick. Okay, so th- they're hunting him down, the two CCG guys, <laughs> and, and they find the mom and the the daughter. Mom dies, and then shortly after, crazy well, mom's dude. killed. Mom, oh yeah, mom's killed. To she kind of sacrifices herself, and this is the first instance that Ken, our protagonist Ken, doesn't doesn't step in. When he probably could have. Yeah. So the little girl runs into runs into him. There's like four agents against the mom, who's obviously not even gonna fight. She she realizes that uh, her husband is already dead because he's got her the little onigiri, <laughs> the dad's tentacles that come out his back, and that's the first instance that. Uh, sorry, I'm getting I'm getting like name uh, mix-ups in my head now. What's but yeah, the, the 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 mom dying is the first time we really see like a major character die, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so they try to get revenge a little bit and they find the the guy and, and then he ends up dying as well. So it's kind of like, oh, a loss on both sides. And then and then that's when the the episode with the the strange back and forth of the the humans and the ghouls showing both good and evil. Yeah. Well, the, there's like this uh this kind of rogue faction of ghouls that pops up. And we uh, find out that it's led by Toka's uh, brother. Yeah. Then her brother shows back up. Yeah. With like a big dude who's- A real piece of shit. real piece of shit. They come in and they, they capture Kaneki, right? Yeah. They kidnap him and they're, they're the ones trying to launch this like revolution and they sort of go into like a- It, it becomes like a conflict between them and, and the CCG, you know, where they're trying to- They're basically trying to kill each other at that point and then- yeah, so like the the end of the show pretty much wraps up with like 
Ken being held captive and, and just sort of uh, getting tortured in like the most like it's like the most gruesome thing I think I've seen in an anime. Yeah, no, it's pretty, pretty awful. Yeah, it's, it's like, they, like they don't actually show anything, but like the implication of like, you know, the way they're torturing Kaneki is like pretty brutal and it's like pretty. I mean, they just kind of I mean, I don't think that it would have gained anything from actually showing the shit. But like, yeah, I just try and break his brain down and he uh he has like a hallucination to some extent or maybe it's real with like Rize trying to like Rize from the beginning sort of showing back up at the end here trying to trying to talk him through the fact that he needs to be an active participant in his life and, and no longer sort of you know be being afraid of uh mm. making the wrong decision right yeah and so when Rize sort of shows up like throughout the show and it's kind of implied that because he's got her organs, like a little part of her has now, it's like, it's like Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, Voldemort keeps showing up to, to. Yeah, it's his horcrux. Yeah. To say some shit into Harry's <laughs> to ear. To talk shit in his ear. Well, it's like Rize's, he's, at that point, he had never, like, attacked anybody, really. Like, he hasn't killed anybody yet. Yeah. You know? And Rize's, like, let me out, basically. <laughs> yeah. And uh, takes this horrific torture sequence that lasts, like, two episodes. You know what I didn't understand is, uh, why was the, like, the clippers such a, a thing? The from what? The, like, the pliers or whatever. Oh. Like, that was showing up since, like, they, that's, like, the thing that they were using to, like, find. They were like, what is this? Yeah. And I feel like there was no, like, was it just for, like, the torture guy or? I guess so. Okay. I mean, I think it was, I don't know, like, uh. Chekhov's clippers. Oh yeah, like what are these going to be used for? Yeah, the like pliers. So yeah, the basically the the big Jack the Ripper guy, or uh, no, he wears a Jason mask, so yeah. they call him Jason. <laughs> is torturing Kaneki. I for I mean, it, there's got to be some sort of like you're the chosen one type of craziness because it it is kind of like why why this guy like why Kaneki? Right. Is it just because he's a half ghoul? And this is where I go back to like who's who's the real bad guy because there's this big organization of ghouls. Yeah. There's the CCG and um there's the ghoul terrorists. Yeah, so it's like, like the ghoul factions. terrorists. And in in this like final war battle between CCG and the the ghoul terrorists. <laughs> There's like some super ghoul that like just gets introduced in the last episode. Yeah. And and it's like they get to the roof and it's like, it's him. I forget what he's called. But, right. But it's like, you're going to die. Like if you stay to fight, you're probably going to die type right. of. And then that's it. That's like the last thing we see of him. And I'm sure that there will be. I feel like this show has a very simple structure to it right now. It, it was like Kaneki's story. Yeah. And like I feel like next season is going to be like more characters. It's going to be like stories. we're really going to get into like the the Yeah. the structure of things, you know? Right. Where I feel like that's where shows lose me is when they're like now we're going to really get into it. Now we're really going to get into like who's these big threats of characters and Yeah. Whereas I, I like it that's my that's my one like yeah, I did like the show because it was like we're going to follow one character like discover this world i like that um yeah i guess there isn't like a real a real central antagonist and it's it's just sort of i mean i I get the sense so it's like this is like a one season of of i mean this first season is 12 episodes i think there's two more seasons 
Um, yeah. It's 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 very clearly it's like structured like can't like they they first they face like sort of like an a ghoul underboss and they defeat him and then like you know every every sort of antagonist seems to like widen the scope a little bit. Yeah. But we're not really there's no like mastermind kind of in the background as of yet. So I am I'm I'm, I'm a little interested in uh yeah you know, sort of figuring that out. In that way, it is kind of like. A little show, don't tell. <laughs> yeah. Because everything that happens to Kaneki sort of like expands the world a little bit more. Right. And like that's how it's sort of the world building is is uh, occurring or whatever. It kind of reminded me of uh, Attack on Titan a little bit. Yeah. I, I feel like this and Attack on Titan are, are uh, parallels in sort of like the bigger popular anime of the last 10 years, I imagine. Like, I think they both have a lot of similarities in the sense that both kill off a lot of main characters pretty mm-hmm. liberally, and they're both very, they're both pretty violent. I think this is, like, a lot more violent than Attack on Titan was, at least, um, it seemed a lot, like, at least, like, it was violent in a sense that affected me in a way that I don't think Attack on Titan really did. It, it seemed more real, probably, than, yeah. than Attack on Titan. But it's the same thing, like, we're discovering this world at the same rate as this character, and I feel like we haven't watched next season of Attack on Titan, but I feel like it's going to be the same thing, where it's like, now we're going to get into, like, conspiracy and government and who's on whose side and what's really happening, and it's going to get deep, you know? Yeah, Toka and the (laughs) girl- Fake deep or deep? (laughs) Toka and the girl in Attack on Titan are sort of, like, the same character, too. They both have, like, kind of swooshy purple hair. They're both really good at beating people up. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's just like... It, Which kinda, came out first? Uh, I, I think they came out at the same time, or at least like pretty close to each other. I guess I really liked it just because it uh, it hit everything I, I would sort of want out of like an action anime in the sense of... I, I think the actual action of the show, you know, the fighting scenes and, and such were visually interesting, I think, in a, in a way a lot of the other things we've seen haven't been. I think there's like a really pretty easy to follow flow of all the kind of choreography happening in those scenes and then at the at the end when Kaneki finally kind of powers up you know not to spoil or whatever but you know he 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 finally powers up basically enters a new form where he like his hair turns white and he really turns into sort of the opposite of himself where he's very assertive and very kind of mm. uh like a cool badass and he beats the fuck out of the guy who cap like was his captive. Yeah. And it was like it was a it was a legitimately sort of satisfying fight scene, right? Because you see this guy getting tortured for so long and this this guy getting unchallenged and then you actually have like violence that's somewhat satisfying and and somewhat uh, mm-hmm. and it, I guess it's not a very it's it doesn't uh, it doesn't feel like a particularly complicated thing where it's you know you want to see this guy get beaten up or or you want to see him lose or whatever but I think it pulls it you know this pulls that off in a way like a, in a way better way I think than for example Sword Art Online and like Oberon at the end of that. Right. Where that guy was also pretty vile or whatever, but I, yeah, I like think, oh, this character's doing horrible things, like yeah. to make us hate him or whatever. Right, and I, yeah, I guess there's some similarities there, but but at least um, at least with this, it was like the abuse was sort of centered on the character who's actually like gonna get revenge or whatever, as opposed mm-hmm. to you know just a character who could have gotten revenge but just became an object in, in a different story. But 
I don't know. Like I, I, I feel like there's genuine places for everyone to go. I, I think in, in, in a way that I, I could probably walk away from this and, and be okay. Not seeing how it goes mm-hmm. in the future, you know, cause I think it, it leaves it open it if le- you yeah. want more. Yeah. It leaves it open enough where it's, you learn that Kaneki sort of gets his shit together and, <laughs> and it's going to start like fighting back and everything. And it's like, okay, well that's where the story goes from here. Yeah, that's Kaneki's arc. Yeah. You know, that's his uh his origin story yeah. basically. Because it seems like he'll he he'll take on different roles like in the the following seasons. Yeah. Yeah, Kaneki, I I don't know. He it's the same problem with Attack on Titan. It's like so much crying, you know? It's like a yeah. lot of like this is so tragic, like like I can't even take it. Right. I mean, I to the point where you're like, "Oh my god." <laughs> I think in some way I was also watching this in a in a different mode maybe than Attack on Titan. I think Attack on Titan also I think one of the main problems for that and I don't this might just be me reading into it or whatever, but I feel like that was trying to sort of ascribe more meaning than necessary into the show. Like I think it sort of tried to elevate itself and make it seem like bigger than just sort of a, a fighting giants <laughs> anime. Like, but this is about something. Yeah, like it, that's what it felt like. It felt like it really wanted it to be so philosophical on some level but it it wasn't there really but i i think that this this doesn't have like high aspirations in that sense it just seems like like hey let's make a fucking an action show that Mm -hmm. has a lot of characters that are at least interesting we'll make the fights cool and we'll make it yeah at least a lot happens it gets a little like it gets a little weird a little violent at the end i guess yeah i mean i mean it's pretty violent but it's like cartoon violence for the beginning yeah i would say i like say like it's like a (laughs) I think that's a totally, I think that's a cool thing to do. I mean, it's, you know, same thing with like John Wick, right? Where it's, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think there's any real philosophy to those movies. I mean, it's there if you want it, but it's also like if you're just here to watch like a cool action movie, we're not going to Neon Genesis sit on you. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, there's, you know. <laughs> if you want to I guess deeper. there's basic like violence stuff or, you know, cycle of violence, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, I think in, in general, it's like, you know, you're watching Keanu Reeves kill people in cool ways. Yeah. In this, it's like you're watching these ghouls with superpowers sort of fight each other in cool ways. And it gets... and it's like, oh, what if there was this like weird dinner party thing? Yeah. Coliseum style underbelly. It's like, you know, it's kind of like free world. Like you can go into wherever you want. Yeah. Kind of vibe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised that you liked it. Yeah, cause, uh, I like I like stupid stuff. <laughs> I like it's I, not really stupid. It's I like just... um, I think I like the the two ends of the spectrum. I like the really heady shit, and then I like the really kind of this is this is pretty surface level. I feel like it's it's pure. Um, it doesn't front as anything that's not. Yeah, we did try to watch this like a while ago because we watched the first episode where Kaneki gets attacked and I just remember being like this is all happening so fast like, yeah. <laughs> I was like this is a lot to like take in at, at once and then we like didn't watch the next episode I don't know why I, I uh, mostly just wanted to watch it because of uh, the the Wikiface Springs Eternal video for Contact <laughs> on YouTube because it uses he uses the first episode as sort of the uh, as the music video yeah. Oh, so the music in this was pretty good. Yeah. Like the animation, like I never thought about it once, which is probably like the best thing an animation could can do. Yeah, I thought, I thought the animation was pretty slick and, and pretty uh But that theme song though. That theme song sounded like like a like a Chiodo song, like straight up like <laughs> 
Yeah, it was it was good. There's something something about these anime themes that are are weirdly kind of metalcore. That like shreddy shreddy guitar. Yeah, and they're like when weirdly the, the rock drums influence. hit. <laughs> yeah, they sort of have like breakdowns in them. There's like kind of like the like the warp Tory singing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I will say the first couple times I heard it, it was like, this is corny. But then, like, by the last time, by the last episode, I was like, I was in. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of, I feel like that's sort of like a, a metaphor for the show, too. Because it's it like, builds. yeah, because I mean, the first couple episodes, I was like, eh, whatever. Like, this is, this is goofy. Because it starts out with this guy singing, like, <laughs> and then, but then by the end, it's like, it's like yeah. It's like the drums hit. Let's every, rock. Everything everything starts happening. They also end the show. They they end the season oh, with yeah. the song playing. <laughs> the final battle. The song starts. Yeah. Yeah, because they, uh, they don't have they don't roll the credits at all. They just have like a title card, and yeah. then I was like, oh, I guess they wanted to get as much out of the twenty two minutes or whatever, and then yeah, yeah, and they, nice, they did. It was yeah, it was a nice <laughs> touch. It's such a like weird, satisfying thing. Do do anime shows do that a lot though? Where like if something's like super epic, supposed to be super epic, like the theme will start. They yeah. Uh, I, I feel like huh. it, I feel like it's a thing. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, it is like so corny. But like, does it get get me hype? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Does it work every time? Absolutely. It's like, it's like, the, <laughs> like the Power Rangers theme playing when they're ready to like fucking morph or whatever. Or the Pokemon theme playing when, like, the battle's, like, really getting into it or whatever. Yeah. Whatever, whatever the theme starts, like, in the show, you're like, oh, you, your eyes, your ears perk up a little bit. <laughs> in Love Hina, where they have references to the main theme in the music. Yeah, we didn't talk about that one Love Hina episode where they sing the theme song, all of them together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, like, that's, like, the opposite of what I'm talking about. It's <laughs> like, yeah, like, the lamest... It was like a festival episode where they all started oh, singing. God. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah. So you mentioned this is a shonen anime. Yeah. On average. I guess we, we've only seen like one shoujo anime. Which one was the shoujo anime? Fruits Basket. Oh. I was going to ask like if you think shonen or shoujo anime is better. <laughs> but I feel like we don't have a big enough sample size. Uh, Well, I'll say based on the sample size that I have, which is like two to one, right? Is that like... They're both like equally good and like honestly, I feel like there are plenty of people on both sides that would like the other show that's like yeah. not targeted at their demographic or whatever. Right. Like I, I enjoyed this show. I enjoyed uh what's the other shonen that you're you're claiming? Oh. Is um, uh is it Attack on Titan? Yeah, I guess Attack on Titan would be. Yeah, it's like it's like it's an action anime. It's a horror anime. Right. It's a slice of life anime. What it's just like? Well, why do we have to make this weird distinction today? You know. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I think that the gender barrier or uh, dividing line of action media is sort of uh, going away year by year. Yeah, because people. I think isn't there a new um, word that's like young adults or whatever? Oh, uh, that's know. like just. I, I'll have to look it up, but I feel like there's like now this this new genre that's like not so gendered but i feel like we have to like kind of go back though and and be like no yeah okay it was shown in big quotes but like now it's now it's just fantasy horror yeah i I mean like i I think i knew as many girls as boys who liked uh naruto yeah because we talked about this in attack on titan is like the girl in that show is like the best character the best character yeah Yeah. like actually kind of maybe a good role model based on season one obviously right 
same with this show. Like the girl has a lot of redeeming qualities that that aren't don't make her waifu material, but whatever. <laughs> John, I mean, obviously, John <laughs> thinks she's waifu material. We're what? talking about a. Uh, who, who are we talking about? Toka. Yeah, Toka. She's kind of like the the goth. <laughs> I, I thought, There's uh, a theme here. John likes the goth girls <laughs> in anime. Julie looks like she's gonna throw a, a glass at me. Um, I, I don't know. Listen, I just like. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like I. I oh, thought- so to cut you off, I. <laughs> I watched a video on like what defines a waifu because I felt like I did. I didn't really. I felt like we didn't get to the bottom of it yeah. <laughs> last time we talked about it. And it was that a character has to not only be incredibly attractive and you want to bang them, but they also <laughs> but they also have to have a personality. <laughs> Sorry. John, John was taking a drink, <laughs> drink of water while I was... Uh, got, got halfway to my nose. Basically, it was kind of like... It was, it's kind of like if all anime women were waifu material, then even the, the dumb ones, like the bimbos, would be waifu material. But the true, like, creme de la creme of waifus is characters that, like, you you actually could love. Like, they have a, a personality person, They have a personality yeah. that's that separates them from just, like, another big-boobed milk-tints milk <laughs> babe. <laughs> Where, where are all the himbos in anime? What's that? Like a, a male bimbo. And there was one in this anime. He was a, a tertiary character that came in when they were going to kidnap Kaneki. Oh, yeah. He was like yeah. kind of, you know, he had his uh, voice. But, yeah. he was, but he was like drawn to be hot, like kind of effeminate hot. But I like the I like the rise of the himbo. Like, uh, like That's the, what you mean, right? Yeah, like the deep in uh, the boys. Right. He's a himbo, 100%. Okay, yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm misinterpreting. Just kind of like uh jock a, a, a dumbass like chat or something. Guy. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, it's hard to So there isn't one in the show. Yeah. But is that like the same that's not the same thing as a waifu at all? No. Uh, no, no. I'm I'm this is this is totally I'm I'm merging terminology here. Okay. No, like you're just expanding. I'm just being a <laughs> I don't know if Toka is I don't know who my who waifu of the week is. If it's, I, don't, <laughs> I guess it would be her. She she does seem like the most like interesting character. I guess. See if I'm least. if I was gonna pick a waifu, I would want somebody that's like a little extra, like a little like fantasy, a little uh, yeah, like that one girl in Kill a Kill. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I can't remember her name, but you know, yeah, she she's different. She. She's different. <laughs> yeah. What were we talking about before I brought up waifus? We made it through my post-it notes, if you were wondering. Yeah, they, they didn't. They, they didn't turn out to be that. Uh... Let's see. What? What's the? What would you say the theme of this show is then? Um, Why do you think people liked Tokyo Ghoul season one? Probably the gray area of it. I think that the. Uh, I think the lack of a protagonist on the. Outs on like the or the lack of an antagonist on the outside might seem like a detriment or whatever, but you know, like while watching it, I think that you know, both the humans and the ghouls sort of made good points. <laughs> um, I think that initially the humans were sort of unlikable because the the crazy fucking doc back to the future looking guy was mm-hmm. was a 
the the Rick of the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> was, he was he was just like kind of too crazy and just like horrible. But they had that. <laughs> this character is bad. <laughs> yeah, they had that other character pop up. She was like also crazy. She had like the like the X on her like hair, and she just like murdered the fuck out of like a bunch of ghouls. I don't remember that. Um, they had her pop up, so I'm assuming assuming she's like a fucking major player layer. But like, I I mean, I don't know. I think um, Kaneki's like the protagonist and everything, but at the same time, it's like, well, is he doing the right thing? Is he doing a good thing mm-hmm. by aligning himself? Like, is the would the more noble thing be to kill himself? You know, or whatever, or like mm. to end other ghouls, just because it doesn't. You know, I don't really get a sense that the if the ghoul sort of uh, there being really like longevity and having like a lot of ghouls, right? Yeah, um, I mean, the real crime is doing nothing. Ooh, yeah, right, because that's when it really starts to to seep in that like you can't just sideline this. Like you're you're in it now. Yeah, you're not. You can't just be the background character anymore. You can't just like sit in the coffee shop and have nothing happen. Like you have to be active and you have to make choices in life if you want things to move forward. And if you want to save people, sometimes that means that you got to let some people go. As yeah, we learn in <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Shinji in the the torture sequence. Yeah. Where he he's like it's like a saw trap. He's like you got to pick one to die. And, yeah, sh- and I almost called him up. Shinji. <laughs> and Shinji was like, I'm not picking. I, if I pick, then that's just as good as killing him. Yeah. So what does he do? He kills both of them. So like, what did you, what, you could have saved somebody. Like, you got to change your mindset. <laughs> yeah. Shinji so, really is like the, like the model that all other. Sad boys. Sad anime protagonists are like built on. Yeah. But it's just like, it's so much crying. I, I don't know. Yeah, like suck at least it up. at least Shinji wasn't like actually like bawling his eyes out constantly. Yeah, was he? No, no he was always really. like standing in a corner or something like like dissociating or something like that. He was just listening to XTC on his Walkman. Yeah, <laughs> getting mad. He was like sitting in his mech suit, just dissociating as hard as he could. <laughs> yeah, that's why even Galleon is like the most real like depiction of like being sad or whatever because it's like, I don't know, it's it's it's, it's like less so, the actual crying. So much screaming and crying. Also, I mean, here's the thing about ghouls is like, I get it. Like, if you're a ghoul, <laughs> like, you can have good and bad people too, right? But like, your, your bad people are killing the other people, like your bad ghouls, like the worst of your ghouls are like at the top of the food chain. Like yeah. this is the humans trying to protect the food chain. <laughs> yeah. So like the, the bad humans are only trying to kill bad ghouls, really. So like to be like, I'm a good ghoul. It's like, it's this is like cops or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, is there really such a thing as a good cop? <laughs> Sorry, mom. Okay. So. <laughs> I mean, um, no, I think that's a good point. It's, it, it's uh, just like the, the like. The whole thing of them trying to be like, we're good ghouls, like we're not hunting people, we're eating people who had committed suicide, which is a point that we didn't hit on, sorry. Yeah. But there are a couple ghouls that aren't going out and killing people, they just go to the site that like people commit suicide at and they eat those bodies, so they're not really killing anybody who didn't want to die, I guess. Right. Which is like dark and whatever, spooky anime. Yeah. But... uh they're, was, was they're that, like, quote, good ghouls then yeah. because they're not, like, hunting and, and mass murdering 
people right. to, to eat them. But then there are bad ghouls that are doing just that, like with ego complexes and yeah. And it's like those are the they're bad. So like you can't say that like you're a good ghoul and you have to you should just like not kill me. Yeah. It's just like no, most ghouls are bad. <laughs> but it's an interesting it's an interesting thought, you know. Yeah. It's like you can you can go either way with it, you know. Was the show actually the show wasn't actually scary though? Um it it it's not really scary. It's like it's like it wants to be like psychological and sometimes it's like, oh, something shocking is like not really psychological. Yeah. Like I can't tell you how many times they use like the key the piano keys like hitting discordant like Right. Piano key sound. I guess have we seen like a like a creepy or any anime anime that was like actually scary yet? I feel like the scariest one we watched was Serial Experiments. Lane. Oh yeah, yeah, no, hundred percent. I don't like things that like get to me. You know what that I mean? That was yeah. Lane was actually like this is like a creepy. fun horror movie where it's like watching. Uh, well, I don't know. I was gonna say it's like watching Saw or something like that. It's like um, it's like Blob eighty six or whatever. Yeah, it's like a, where it's like, oh, things are attacking you, and and you get the violence. Yeah, it's and like the, it's like fun. It's like um the zombie movies. Um, Overlord. No, no. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like Overlord. No, but like the classic zombie movies. Oh, um, uh, the Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. It's like it's like the Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, it's like the it's like the new Dawn of the Dead. It's like oh oh shit like something somebody's getting brutally mur- murdered, but it's it's kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> The Saw movies are, yeah, the Saw movies are definitely kind of. I don't know. The Saw movies messed me up when I saw them. Really? Yeah. I can still, rem- like, I'm the type of person that if I see something that particularly disturbs me, I can't get it out of my head. Like, I can't yeah. get the visual of it out of my head. And the Saw movies have a couple of those slots. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Tor- torture porn movies are not my I'm jam. definitely glad those are gone. Not my jam least, like, anymore. They're not. They're not as popular. Because the Saw movies like started off as like, oh, if, what if this happened? It's like, oh, shit, that would be crazy. Yeah. But then they got, then they just kept going <laughs> and they just got worse and worse. And then I would be up like in high school watching YouTube videos of like All just the kills. The kills. Yeah. 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 What's the, what's the dominant horror genre now? Um, I guess it's like, quote unquote, like prestige horror. What's that mean? Like, like uh, the, like the. Like Duke or uh, Get Out, where it's like, yeah, this is a horror movie, but it's actually really good. It's okay. not like it's not like that tr- other trash, like yeah. uh, like Midsummer or yeah, Hereditary. It's Midsummer Hereditary. It's like the A twenty four stuff. Yeah, I guess ghosts are still really popular. Yeah, I'm I'm no longer down with A twenty four. Oh yeah, I'm only down with A seven X. You're separating yourself. <laughs> I don't know what A seven X is. <laughs> it's the Avenged Sevenfold. Uh, okay. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, I don't know. I liked it a lot. Uh, you should watch this. If I mean, I guess we spoiled everything, but like, I mean, if you're interested in vampires, like, and you want something that's kind of different, if you like horror anime, if you liked Attack on Titan, I think this is all if applicable. You, if you Went to Hot Topic more than, I don't know, four times in a year, we'll say. <laughs> and you like action stuff, I think you would like this. Yeah. And, and let us know if we missed anything, because I know there's like a lot of like little parts of the show that some people take issue with. Yeah. And there's like a lot of stuff we didn't talk about, obviously. Wait, what do people but take issue with? I don't know. I feel like we- What did I, they say in the video? 
Oh, I don't know. I I can't think of anything specifically, but there's a there's a definitely like other annoying tropey things that are oh. that like maybe somebody who watches a lot of anime might take issue with. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like I I, I mean. Do you know what I mean? For like the 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 constant anime watcher gets mad at the tropes, then like. Why don't you stop watching anime? I guess so. You but if you mean? like, like but if you like anime, then you want to watch you want to find something that's going to be different. Well, if you like anime, then you probably like the tropes to some level. Yeah, but I I get liking the tropes, but I don't know. It's also I mean, there's stuff you like and then there's stuff that's annoying. Like in in any genre. I guess so. You're like, "Oh, are we really going to I don't know." Like Yeah, I don't know. I'm being stupid. No, it's a it's a fair point entirely. It's like you're watching anime and you're like, I wonder if this big boobed character is ever going to lean over and we're going to see her her boobs. Right. And then you're like, oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, great. <laughs> like, I wish this, like, what if the show just didn't do that? Just once. <laughs> yeah. There's always Violet Evergarden. I guess the, so. the anti-trope anime. Yeah. At least this show wasn't boring, though. Yeah, no, I mean, Yeah. Like, it, it's the same kind of not boring as Sword Art Online, but done much better, I would say. This is like what... Not in the like, oh my God, what is going to happen next? I'm, <laughs> I can't take it anymore, but... This is like what Sword Art Online should have done. Yeah. I feel like all the side characters were interesting and like that had too many characters, right? Anyway. Similar problem. Just so many characters. You didn't ask me why. I... <laughs> Julie, <laughs> a quick question. Yeah. Why do you think people like Tokyo Ghoul? Tokyo Ghoul, where do I begin? Uh, <laughs> it all starts with uh, our our good boy Kaneki. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's 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 a nice action anime, that's for sure. It doesn't dwell too much on anything. Like anything that you think is maybe a bit too much, it doesn't really like dwell on it very long. So like if it's an action sequence, like it goes pretty quick, you know, and then it moves on to the next thing. Like, if you want, like, plot developments, there's lots of plot developments. There's lots of characters for you to, to like and dislike. This 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 wasn't your favorite that we've seen by any stretch, was it? No. I would say this was not my favorite, but it wasn't it wasn't bad either. Like, I, I think it's just it a like taste thing. squarely in the middle. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it really does the, like, horror October, like, like, oh, let's watch a horror movie for October. And it's like, this is it. Like, yeah. it really fills in a lot of those, like, let's do something spooky. Right. Or it, this is more horror than spooky, for sure. Yeah. Like, I, I wasn't scared ever watching this, but it was like, you know, let's go there. Let's let's yeah. see some gruesome fights and and blood and I guess we're cannibals. Doing, and I guess we're not doing a horror movie every day this year. Absolutely not. <laughs> we did that one year, though. Yeah, two years ago. Maybe, I think maybe even two years in a row, we did, like... Maybe. We watch a uh, horror movie every day. Every day. We watched 31 horror movies in October. That's when we should have been doing the podcast. Can you imagine? Oh, God. 31 ant. 30... No, I can't. <laughs> no. If we talked to every movie. You want to, you're talking for 31 hours in a month? <laughs> yeah, that would be wild. Fuck. Hey, yeah. if there was ever a month to do it. <laughs> Last year, we, we started off, like, I think we got maybe 10 days in. We invited some friends over and watched. Uh, oh, we watched the absolutely most terrifying thing I've ever seen. Hell House LLC. Oh my god, it, that that movie messed me up. Every everyone who watched it uh, couldn't sleep for the next few days because it was like I'm not usually like a found footage horror guy, 
but they yeah, there's fucking, so many bad ones. So many bad ones. Well, paranormal like, activity. Hell House LLC is sort of like the found footage horror movie. Oh my god, it was like I laid in bed and I I was terrified the yeah. whole night. I was absolutely freaking scared. And every time I closed my eyes, it was like something else horrible was happening. Yeah. It was like there was no winning. <laughs> that, like there was shadows on the ceiling and, and shit that, that was just like, I'm going to die. Like my flight or flight was going all night. And then we couldn't watch any more <laughs> horror movies after that. Ever. Please don't watch that movie and then tell me that it's not scary because like. No, you should. It was, okay. You should do it. Make Julie feel bad for being scared. No, it, it, was, it was particularly difficult. And, like, I, I specifically don't watch the found footage movies. Right. Like, I feel like Blair Witch is probably okay at this point because, like, I know it so well. But, like, even, like, I couldn't play Slender Man when it came out. It was, like, paralyzed me with fear. I don't know what it is, but this, like, found footage flashlight stuff is, like, not okay. <laughs> if, you, if you think we should stream a Let's Play of Slender Man. I, it, this is, a, it'll be boring. Email. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Julie will just be too scared to because I won't be able to do anything. And I don't every time I see Slenderman, I'll just be I just won't be able to do anything. I just uh I don't really like scary games particularly. Yeah. At least like the jump scare stuff. I remember um Oh yeah, when Five Nights at Freddy's came out. Remember I got it and then uh Not fun. <laughs> friend of the pod Gabe had to come over to my like uh dorm for some reason. I was like, Hey, you wanna play this game? <laughs> And then we were like playing it and it was like, it's so fucking, it's like so stupid, but like so scary if you like. Yeah. Jump scares, man. Yeah. Jump scares are like, it's like riding a roller coaster. Like it's like, whoa. And then it's over. But then, you know, constantly it's like, uh, it's like, a, it's like too much. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember like. The spooky uh, stuff that stays with me is, is not cool. I think I was going to like pick like a silly horror movie, but then uh, like friend of the pod, Nikki was like, uh, she told. <laughs> She told Tiff that she wanted to see like a like a scary movie. She so was, I was like, like, she was like, do we have anything that's like actually scary? Like, really so I was scary? like, all right, I'll fucking find something. And then, yeah, that movie was hard. Yeah, if you're looking for something a little different, because it it doesn't really like you don't really like get a lot of like scares out of it, but the scares are effective and they feel very real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's 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 as well done as a found footage movie I think can be. I it, the more we talk about it, the more I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight. To be honest, I'm kind of I'm kind of spooked thinking about it. It's, it's, that's like a that's like a real thing. Like if you think it's of the, scary stuff, you can't sleep. It's the there's something in my house fear. Yeah. <laughs> like there's somebody like in the bedroom Someone right now. Living fear. in the walls. All right, so happy Spooktober, everyone. Uh, we're gonna watch another scary anime next week, maybe. Maybe Probably, it's scary. It might be scary. I actually gonna, don't know. I'm look up genuinely scary anime. Can we not, though? I don't know. I'm going to look up Stuff anime like about- Tokyo Ghoul is fine, A nice pumpkin. A nice- Yeah. Can, can we watch- Can we, like, seal this this month off with uh, The Great Pumpkin it's a great, <laughs> by Charlie Brown? Yeah. The greatest anime of all time. Yeah. Something something nice. Maybe some yeah. some- Halloween themed episodes of fuck Charlie Brown of sweet what Charlie Brown can kiss my ass what's wrong with Charlie Brown he's a fucking coward yeah right slap him in his dumb little face I'm cutting this <laughs> you you watch me cut this <laughs> alright I'm sorry I don't, I don't hate Charlie Brown I don't think people can uh, take you seriously <laughs> Julie, Julie I am creaked so, her chair and freaked herself out I am out. so spooked right now okay thanks for listening
Uh, Tokyo Ghoul, five out, of, five out of five bags of popcorn. Send us an email, why do people like anime at gmail.com. Follow us at why do people like anime on Instagram. Follow Julie on Instagram at Julia T. Dunn and follow me on Instagram at John XL. You know what it is? It's the headphones. It's, it's the because headphones. I, I can't really hear anything now. So so now I'm like, now I'm like hyper aware. Yeah. Happy right. Spooktober, Happy everybody. Spooktober. We're going to turn on all the lights in the apartment. Yeah, drive safe. <laughs>